Hey, it's Gavin. Welcome for Friends and Family Podcast. It's Saturday, April 25th. It's 6.35 in the p.m. here in Los Angeles. Uh, it's not overcast, but it is quite hot, and that means that the ocean is cold, so we have a lot of foggy, misty stuff down here in the Venice Canals. It's a gorgeous day, and I want to find out what it's like in Australia. It's an Australia report with Ben. Welcome, Ben. Hey, buddy. Hey. I like that it's steamy in Los Angeles. It is blue skies where I am at about 28, 29 degrees. Actually, I need to translate that across. Uh, what would that be in? Uh, 20, 29 is like 80 degrees, dude. Yeah, it's beautiful. Ocean is magical. I went for a swim in it yesterday. Yeah. But, but, uh, but aren't you to... go- Wait a minute. You're, in Bris- you're near Brisbane. Aren't you going into winter though? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're 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 going into winter. We've got like another four weeks before it gets really cold. Oh, but does it really get? Is it, isn't your temperatures a lot like here in California? Like it never, it doesn't. It doesn't snow where you are, right? No, correct. We're very Californian weather. Very yeah. California. Australia is such a great country. It's too bad about the Australians. <laughs> oh, it's too bad. It takes long to get here. Ever, it's the best place to get to. Once you're there, you're like, wow, this is beautiful. But it's just that flight to get here. No, you know what? I We love the flight. In fact, I, I always tell everybody, if you're going to go to Australia or New Zealand, go to New Zealand first and fly from Los Angeles to Auckland. And it is a 16-hour flight or something, 15-hour flight. Uh, Jen and I went a couple of years ago, or I think it was two years ago. And we got on the flight. And you watch a movie, you go to sleep for eight hours, you wake up, you watch another movie, and you're in Auckland, and then you, you know, foots around in New Zealand, and then you pop over to Australia. It's the best way to do it. I'm not going to tell you how to do your holidays. You do it the way you want to do it. <laughs> All right. There's 2.8 million people around the world that have the coronavirus. There are 202,000 people that have died. But always on the positive note, there are 816,000 people that have recovered. So it's going well out there. Now, we need to know what's going on in Australia because the last time I talked to you was some guy was pretending to run but kept going to a kebab house or something. What the heck is going on in that crazy country? Are you guys shut down? I think I, caught, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago. So give us the Australian update. Uh, we are still in a shutdown. We're, well, the, the government doesn't like to call it a shutdown, but the rest of Australia does. Uh, we've got social distancing in practice. So all of the supermarkets and all of the places that you would usually go to do day-to-day things are marked out on the floor how far out way you need to stand from one another. You actually, like, I have not been out. So I've been out in six, seven weeks. I haven't been really out. So I've been in my house. I haven't, we haven't even gone to a grocery store. Jen is doing all of the ordering via Instacart or Whole Foods or whatever that. So we don't actually go out. So I haven't been to a grocery store. So I don't know what it's like here in California, but you're saying in Australia that they actually mark out the floors because they've yeah, shown so th- they've shown that the six foot thing doesn't mean anything. It's like it it it, 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 it like this thing s- sits in the air. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I, I guess. Uh, uh, well, let's not upset the sheeple, right? So okay. each one, each of the big massive grocery stores over here are only allowed a hundred people in it at a time. There's a guy at the front door with a clicker. There's a line to do it. I, the grocery stores I go to though. 
99% of the time you can walk straight in. There's not a lot of drama. They won't pack your groceries for you. You have to do it yourself. Um, and the great toilet roll debate is now over that you can get toilet paper quite readily available. Um, the big things that are sold out at the moment, if you own a weight set, love nor money cannot buy these in store anywhere. It is like pure gold. If you have a weight set, it's all, all these sold people, out. Are, all these people, do they even lift? Like what the heck happened with the lifting? Like why, why did all of a sudden every, I guess, you know, cause your gyms are closed. I guess everybody just went home. Do you think that the gyms are going to come? Like is, is Australia a pretty big gym culture? Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, like I LA. think what's going to happen is going to happen for gyms. I, I think they're going to have a real double-edged sword problem, which is one, there's a group of people that do go to the gym, won't be able to afford to pay their gym membership fees, but that's not going to be big, but it's still going to be you know, less members. And then the second is, is there's some people that are really decked out their home yeah. with a cool gym. And you're going to go, I've spent $10,000. Am I going to go back to the gym? I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. Unless there's a big secondary market I'm unaware of. So yeah. that's a big one. Um, another thing that um, we, we've, with Touchwood, uh, only had 81 deaths. So we've got uh, 6,700 cases confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so a big moment in time happened a couple of weeks ago where our equivalent of the NFL, sort of like the, it's called the NRL here, National Rugby League. Mm-hmm. They came out and said they're starting play back on May 28. Wow. And no, nobody knew where. So when they made the announcement, this is the hysterical thing, that the spokesperson who was on the committee, then the journalist asked, okay, well, where are you going to play? And they said, that's to be, um, to be discussed. What's the schedule going to look like? That's to be discussed. So they just sort of came out and put a line in the sand. Insane. And it's the, yeah, I think that, so now they're starting to make serious plans. Uh, another big impact in Australia is we have two, virtually only two big airlines, Qantas and Virgin Australia. Mm-hmm. Virgin uh, Australia went into voluntary administration this week. Just go on. Oh, wow. There's lots of people try, trying to buy it, but. It's going to be a very different look. What 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 that look is, nobody really knows. And then, oh, I lost you then. And we've turned all the cruise ships that were close to our harbors back to their port of fla- where their flags from. So oh, wow! So you've 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 turned everybody back, and wow. Okay, so let me ask you another question real quick about masks. Are, are people wearing masks? Is that the thing? Um, yeah, you do see masks. I went to like a farmer's market this morning mm-hmm. and they, they're trying to practice social distancing, which I thought was hilarious and there's gloves everywhere. And there was a store for masks you could buy yeah. and it had it wasn't selling many. So Australia feels a bit comfortable at the moment. Um, next week, we're rumoured to be opening the international flights between New Zealand and Australia. Okay. And the Prime Minister doesn't think that we'll be flying internationally for some period of time, and that's like February, March next year they're, they're pointing at. What? Uh, you, you, so you guys are not going to be able to leave your country for... Yeah, well, that's what they're saying. So I think what you'll see is... The domestic market obviously pick up in tourism, 
And, you know, one of the sideline things that I've noticed is the market, the rental markets in Australia have been flooded because lots of people have taken their properties off Airbnb and put it into the rental market. So uh, if domestic tourism does pop, where, where does everyone stay? Because there won't be as much Airbnb about. Well, the hotels will be happy about that. Yeah, totally. But not every hotel is going to, you know, get through. I mean, everyone's opening up what they call. Do you have dark kitchens over there? Have you heard that yeah, expression? Yeah, we have some dark kitchens, but it's, it's yeah, it's it's in the, actually the guy who started uh, Uber. Tra- uh, Travis, he did uh, his next big thing was I forget the name of it, but he was doing it in New York City. But he says he's just getting killed. Like that, that people are ordering, but they're not ordering that much. And I don't understand how the dark kitchen things works with this COVID because aren't I, I guess like you're asymptomatic. So all our friends that are currently like we have not ordered out in six weeks. Like Jen has been either cooking or I'm cooking. So we haven't ordered out anything, but we have friends who are like ordering from, you know, restaurants. And I'm like, how is that? How is that not breaking? Like, I don't understand. Like I've got to actually have a call with a restaurant. I'm going to try and do that later today. Um, because I got to figure out like, what, what the heck, (laughs) like, wouldn't that, if some, if someone's asymptomatic and they have, and they're working in the kitchen, aren't they going to give it to everybody you send an order out to? Yeah, correct. But I mean, lots of people are are testing their employees with, with temperature checks and, you know, obviously hygiene at the highest standards. So I, I, I would imagine that's how they're getting around. I mean, coffee shops in Australia, are only allowed to serve takeaway, but they seem to be going okay. I mean, they're not making themselves wealthy, but I think they're paying their bills. Are, are at least. you ordering in from out? Uh, I've done that once. What'd you do? Like pizza or something for the kids? Uh, no, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make you laugh. Oh God! I'm, it's we order Chinese. <laughs> order Chinese. That's where it started, you idiot. I know. We didn't order bat or anything like that, but we did order like a, it's a modern Chinese restaurant. And it, yeah, it's, I'm sure uh, it's fine. But I think that the Chinese people that are the people I've been talking to around the world are getting, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot of racism against them. And it's not fair. It's stupid because um, I don't think people really understand. Uh, but because it start, you know, it's been seen as the uh, Wuhan disease and all that sort of stuff. I believe in Vancouver because I'm Canadian. You know that the there's been some attacks on Asian people, and um, I think it's just ridiculous. But I mean, I, I, at the same time, um, you know, it's it, this is a really crazy time. And how how is Australia? dealing with it overall my feeling from you that i'm getting through your voice is the sort of the same as mine that this is sort of over and we we got to wait a little bit longer but the hospitals are pretty much empty thank god you know that this worked um sweden has got a different i'm talking to someone from sweden you know tomorrow about uh what's going on in sweden and their whole thing but overall when you're talking to your friends and stuff like that, is is the feeling like okay, let let's get back to work, let's get let's get this going again, it's, it, we're good, or is it is there a lot of fear? Because last time I talked to you, you, were a little, you know, there was a little bit more fear in your voice. Now you seem a little bit more relaxed, and you're like, you know what, let's get this going. Uh, no, there's there's a big concern around if you saw what happened in Singapore, where Singapore opened up too early, and then they had a second relapse, and it was bigger than the first. 
So the mm. government is very, very cautious around that. I mean, you know, uh, the the state borders between. I live in a state called Queensland, and there's a New South Wales is the state directly beside us, and that border is still closed with police all over it. Oh wow! So then you so, can't even go. You can't even go between the states. No, I accidentally did during the week. Long story, I won't bore you with that. But yeah, uh, you can. You have to apply for an application through what? the government website. Yeah. Yeah, so you wait a minute. You have, to go between sp- states. You essentially need to apply for a visa to go between states in Australia. Yeah, yeah. For my state, Queensland, because vi- the two southern states to us, which is New South Wales and Victoria, had the highest rate of COVID nineteen, and mm-hmm. so what they did. My state, Queensland, actually was quite lucky and didn't have a lot. So the school holidays were coming in, to, in, in, and my states like California, where lots of people come, we've got the theme parks and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so they just shut the border so New South Wales and Victorians wouldn't infect the Queensland. Oh, and I, I, I guess I, I guess it sort of it sounds like it sort of worked because you guys don't have that many cases there then. No, that's correct. It, it, well, a couple of things that have happened, like uh, uh, when when the toilet paper fiasco was starting, there was the odd fight yeah. in the aisle over toilet that's paper. That's the best. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but they've they've had to introduce laws in Australia around spitting on people because a couple of people have been spitting on like workers when they've got frustrated and things like that. So the government has introduced some very strict. Um, penalties around spitting on people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love coming to Australia because you guys were settled basically as a prison for the UK. So everyone that was sent there. And when I went to Australia, it was really, really an interesting place to go because it felt like a prison. Like there were lots of laws. If you went like a hundred, like the, the speed limit was a hundred kilometers. And where I'm from in Canada, where it's a hundred kilometers, if you go over like 10 or 15 kilometers, no big deal. But in Australia, you went over like 101 and they, you know, they gave you a you know a, a crazy ticket, and and a lot of the places I went, there seemed to be so many rules. Like it was like, like I obviously live in America, but I am Canadian, so I grew up around you know in one of the colonies because Australia being one of the colonies of the UK and of the United Kingdom and England, and Canada being a colony as well too. I just realized that there were just like Canada has a lot of rules too, but there were just so many rules in Australia. But then when I went over to New Zealand. They had like no rules. You could jump off a bridge, go ahead. But in Australia, you want to jump off a bridge. It was like, oh well, well you got to regulate the heck out of that. It's 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 very interesting how the cultures have built up and how they manage large populations. And what's been interesting about this COVID is how we've come together as a globe, like as a as an Earth, and done things. But also how different cultures are are dealing with it. How's the Australian culture dealing with it? Because you guys seem to be, you know, you're 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 out there a little bit. Like everybody thinks. Australians are crazy. Yeah, well, it's funny because we vote conservatively. So the government that we have in at a federal level is actually a conservative liberal government. So it's not, you know, there's a lot of um, religious belief in Australia. Whilst it's waning and slowly um, in terms of numbers, we you don't see it. And most of the people, um, like when I say we do have a lot of laws and we do have a lot of things, but I think what you're going to see out of COVID, a, a lot of relaxing of a lot of things, like they're talking about tax um, 
overhaul reforms at the moment, a bunch of other things that I think if we hadn't have had COVID wouldn't happen for the Australian marketplace. So I'm, you know, we've still got some very tough months because you got to remember we're going into winter. So you imagine having a cold and going to the doctors. I mean, my children had a cold about four weeks ago and they wouldn't let them out of the car. They did the testing in the car. They came out of the surgery. Oh, so you didn't go to telehealth? Because here in, in, in America, where we you know don't have the same level of healthcare as you do, because we all have to pay for it, but you know, my, the one thing we do get is amazing service from our doctors. And you know, the doctor's been emailing me, and they're like, hey, if you want to have a telephone call or a video call with us, please let us know. It's like, no problem. We'll do whatever you want. We'll waive your copay. So it was, you know, it seems, so you had to take your kids actually to the doctor, like you could couldn't do it via the um, internet or like a video call. I don't know how you put that thing up people's noses via the internet. Oh, oh, okay. So they had to go in and get the thing up the, up the nose. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> neglected to tell me that. You've got some technology in Los Angeles, so we don't have that here yet. <laughs> no, but that's another big thing that's happened is telemedicine in Australia. They've just they've been talking about it for a decade, but now you can have psychologists and doctor's appointments yeah. over internet where it pre COVID you weren't allowed to do that. I, it's, it is crazy the way that, and if people are listening, my wife is in the background she's pulling out pizza and being a pain in the butt. Um, so thanks. Appreciate it. And taking calls. Um, I'm trying to have a nice conversation with Ben here about Australia. Thanks. Anyway, um, <laughs> my wife's listening to another podcast that I did earlier. Um, no, I mean, what has what what law has changed as we sort of wrap up here in the last couple of minutes? What law has changed that sort of impacts your life that wasn't there before? Like, what is something that's changed that 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 is going to be different going forward? that wasn't there before the, the main one I've used on some of the other podcasts is that we, we bought, we sold some real estate in Canada and they changed the laws like literally in two or three days to allow lawyers to do the signatures over zoom. But before that you had to go and see a lawyer in person. That was a big change and they did it in two or three days. It normally would have taken like four or five years, you know, to get something like that through and it was done in two days. Well, is there anything in Australia that's happened like that? Um, yeah, there's a couple of things. One is that, is the stimulus. They push the stimulus into the economy so quick. I mean, mm-hmm. we have two things that I think we touched on last call, which was job keeper um, allowance and job um, seeker allowance. So job keeper is paid to companies and it doesn't matter if the person works a day a week for you or is full time. Every one of those employees, if you've had a 30% downturn, you get $1,500 a fortnight for each employee. How are you guys going to pay for that? No, we're just we're doing what you guys are doing. We're just printing money and pretending that there's no problems. It's going to be a disaster long term. Well, I mean, for your for what you have you had to apply for the government for anything? Because I could tell you here in California, I've you know my business is totally decimated. So I applied for one of these, you know, small business things. I haven't even got a response, and I talked to five other agencies who I all that we all are having, you know, hitting the wall a little bit talk to them. none of them have been contacted by the california government yet some of the biggest brands you know restaurant brands across 
America are getting access to millions and millions of dollars because they're applying as separate franchises. It's insane. Like we're starting to like, it's pointless to do anything because it doesn't seem that the government, I don't know who the government's giving all these trillions of dollars to, but it doesn't seem to be the right people. Is the same thing happening in Australia? No, the Australian government has done a, a really good job with this. Like, so you, you can apply through your accountant and they, they automate the process for you and everything has to oh, be in Australia. That's a good idea. So you do it through an account that's a smart idea yeah. because the accountants, the accountants, you know, sort of act as like a, a almost a lawyer. Cause you have like a chartered accountants sort of scenario, right? You know, like you, like your, your accounts are chartered so that, that there's a, there's some sort of, you know, guild or regulation around them. So that's a smart idea. Like, I don't know why we didn't do that here. Like, Hey, just go to your accountant. But there's, I mean, in America, it's just so crazy. Okay, what else? You said there were two things. One was um, uh, around the, the the stimulus package went through really quickly. And then what else? And and, and then the other big thing that I, I've noticed is is so, when social distancing isn't happening, they they close sections of Australia down. So they close the beaches down, as an example. Yeah. And that really impacted me. I, I actually didn't realize what change that would have in me, not being able to go for a swim at the beach or whatever. Brisbane, for everybody, doesn't have a beach. You have to go north or south by an hour, but I'm quite frequently in those cities. So, yeah, uh, I, yeah that was a big change when you couldn't go for a swim at the beach. I live right by the beach in California. It's been closed. We're not even allowed to go down there. Like, And now they just opened Huntington Beach, which many people will understand is, um, you know, big in California. It's one of our biggest, you know, beaches. It's a long beach. There's nowhere to park down there, and they're not allowing people to park. But there were 40,000 people that turned up, and there was no social distancing. So I don't understand what's going on, and I think that – this is why I'm starting this week. I'm just doing podcasts with everybody again, just following up around the world because I think it's just gone to a place where it's crazy and the governments can't control it anymore. And people are just like, I'm done. I'm done from being home. I'm done having my kids home. I'm done. And I guess the last thing I'll leave, ask you but as we you know end here is that how's it, you know, how are your kids going to be going back to school? Cause you're going into winter. So they're still in school. It's not a summer break. Like it here is here in the Northern hemisphere. Like the, the, you've got a bunch of, things coming you've got flu season coming because it's going to get cold in 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 australia and are your your kids aren't you know we're going into summer here but are your kids going back to school or what i didn't pull them out i kept them going so what? your schools have been yeah. open the whole time yeah the, the states have done different things but the federal government strategy has to keep schools open and it's a two-prong attack first one is that if they close the schools anybody that has a job that has a kid in then all of a sudden they have to be at home and mm-hmm. it'd slow the economy down too much obviously with children not not big on the death rate obviously teachers some teachers fall into the mold I, we didn't pull our children out um, we we kept them in. Victoria oh tried to close its schools, but the federal government uh, they've all agreed that they're going to reopen the schools and just keep going. That, so so your schools were open, and you could send your kids to the school if you wanted to or not, depending on what you wanted, right? What you wanted to do. That I, I'm sorry I didn't ask you that question earlier because I just assumed, being a dumb, I mean Canadian, a dumb American person, that everyone was doing exactly what we were doing, which is in California they've shut down every, like all the schools. Like you, there's no no one's going to school. They're saying they're not, and in Canada they shut down all the schools. No one's going to school until 
you know, they're saying that maybe not till next year. Like it's, it's like we're coming up to the summer, but you were allowed to send your, how old are your kids? I've got young children, but the big word that they've used in Australia is a beginning. The, the prime minister said, if you have a job, you're an essential worker. This is when the crisis started. He's, he's always maintained anybody that has a job is an essential worker. And he then two weeks later spoke about schools and said, anybody who's an essential worker must be able to provide, let their children go to school because we need them to go to work to keep the economy going. Oh, so my God. They, so they, they, they pressured all the schools into remaining open because the federals fund so much schools. And they said, if you don't open, we just won't give you your funding. So you, you pick. Wow. Like I just, I, I can't even believe we haven't talked about this. This is crazy. So are what, what grades are your kids in? Like kindergarten? Um, Lost you there. My kids are in prep. Okay. So they only go for like half a day or something. Yeah. Yeah. They, they basically three days a week, but there are, I know lots of my friends that have pulled kids out and they're doing, you know, video, the teachers are doing video and I, I saw it. I know we've got to wrap up, but a quick funny story. Two two of my friend's children hacked the teacher's computer whilst they were getting administrative class, and <laughs> they're now trying to figure out what should be the appropriate discipline for them because obviously they're not at school, so they can't do any detention. So what should be appropriate <laughs> discipline? No video games for you, but good job on hacking. the. What did they do to the teacher's uh, computer? What did they hack? Uh, they hacked the, the group chat and, oh. and just started put nothing completely inappropriate, but started hacking and putting commentary in on her behalf to other students. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, that seems like a good place to start uh, to stop. We'll, we'll follow up in a week or so because I want because obviously this it, it, obviously from my standpoint that means that Australia did not take this as seriously as the rest of the world. But why should you? You have like twenty six million people or nineteen no, million or whatever. No, it is. no. no, no. We're just not telling people to drink disinfected. We're going in at a very, very <laughs> calm approach and, and just trying to keep social distancing and keep it all together. We'll probably keep the borders locked up for you crazy so you don't come and visit anytime soon to spread it. And outside yeah. of that, I hopefully we'll come back in the next three months. Well, I appreciate your insights, but I and I don't necessarily disagree with you. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ben. It's great to catch up. Thanks, Gav. Talk soon.